Navigating Magic podcast, where we explore the interplay between intuition, ethereal consciousness, and everything in between. I teach beings how to generate change through their attention to energies, truths, and processes that are invisible to others. I'm your host, Natasha Andreo. Welcome to my first episode of my new podcast. My intention is to create a dialogue that inspires you to consciously forge your path with curiosity and compassion for life and its mysteries. I'll be teaching you esoteric knowledge that will help you protect, heal, and create the life you were born to live. I'm Natasha, and a few titles that follow my name include teacher, astrologer, animal communicator, intuitive coach, and my most favorite two titles of them all, wife to Nick and a bunny mum. That's right, you heard right, bunny rabbits. I'm so excited to be here as I see a need in our society to take people further into the depths of their purposes. We are here on earth at this time and never in our human history has it been more safe for our physical well-being to talk openly about esoteric topics than it is today. So if everything is interconnected, then haven't we chosen to be born during these times in order to fulfill a deeper knowing? Together, we will explore the interplay between intuition, spiritual health, and everything in between through conversations, interviews, and storytelling. This podcast will have a few surprises, and I'm going to encourage you to start talking openly about the topics I raise, which in some contexts have previously been considered taboo but you'll find out why in this pilot episode. Through alchemy, I will guide you through the process of transforming the lead in your life into gold. The lead refers to the baggage we drag through our lives, which slows us down, often making us feel like we are stuck, unable to move past negative and sometimes difficult life events. But what if we finally recognize that we have been the block in our own life and we have the power to change it now? How much richer would life be if we're not weighed down by our own limiting beliefs and baggage? What if by transforming the lead in our lives to gold, we are able to achieve our goals faster and easier than we have ever dreamed possible? How many lives could be positively impacted if everyone lived their lives with a sense of purpose and joy, with the higher perspective and understanding of their own lives and the lives that they touch? I mean, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationships after all. By examining the patterns in our life, we are able to grasp our challenges, strengths, where we are now and where we want to be in life, both personally and professionally. We seek out questions like how you do what you do rather than why you do what you do. And this means that we don't have to talk about what happened and instead we look to define the beliefs that the event created. Then together we create our own unique map which we will use as a guide through proven quantum techniques and modalities to clear issues which are weighing you down and holding you back. And it's important that to live in alignment through all areas of our life. This visionary work that I will touch on in this podcast will bring together all aspects of who you are, mentally, physically, 
emotionally and spiritually, creating a sense of being fully congruent, balanced and aligned and whole. It's time to turn your lead into gold. But the question is, are you ready? Or have you become so comfortable living on the wrong track? And I really want you to contemplate that for a moment. Most people don't like to accept where they are. They try to avoid it, block it, change it, and sometimes even fight it. They try to escape this moment to experience the next. Because within their internal dialogue, anything is better than now. And this moment is not enough. This is where most people get it wrong. Trying to escape your reality only serves to increase the presence of whatever you are trying to escape from. On the other hand, the more time we spend overthinking, trying to control and force it to change, the less time we spend doing things that make a difference. Reality as it is does not change, it transitions. If we can focus our energy on redirecting our lives into the general direction we want to go, rather than trying to force what is to be what is not, we can take strides towards the life we want to live. Your focus creates your reality. But the problem is our subconscious mind is receiving all the wrong messages, so we end up creating more of what we don't want. The shift is very subtle, yet powerful. The Russian mystic Zeland once said, the stronger your desire to avoid something, the more likely it is that you will encounter it. To fight against what you do not want in your life is to try to ensure that it is present in your life. Beginning with this stage can be the most daunting step in the awakening experience. Unfortunately, most of us spend our time running away from our pain. We turn a blind eye to what isn't working under the illusion that it might disappear. But let me tell you a secret. It never will because you cannot escape yourself. You have to face the pain to name the problem. The new moon is like the first brushstroke of paint on a fresh canvas. It, is, it isn't necessary to know exactly where this creative endeavor will take you. Being open and curious as to how you're called to create and express yourself on the canvas of the sky is the first step. See this phase as the, quicken, the quickening. You're fertile with change and something must grow in this space. The sky is dark and this is where we plant seeds in the darkness of the soil. Now, can you name a time in your life where you felt divine intervention? This is a state that I like to call spiritual bypass. This is a state where you give up your own divine autonomy. Unfortunately, this is such a common go-to amongst the New Age community. And it's the idea that something did or didn't happen because the universe made and ordained it so. This mindset robs you of your choice and possibility. Your life is yours to live, to choose and to express. When you relinquish your power of choice, you actually venerate the power of fate and that's the idea that the future is fixed, fixed, making life happen to you, not for you. However, the future is fluid and you create your destiny and your destiny is determined by your choices now. This doesn't negate the existence of a higher power or other beings in the universe working for or against you. 
but it does change the playing fields just a tiny bit. Now, what if you change what you say, for example, like I'm leaving it up to the universe to I'm leaving it up to my own inner wisdom. What does that do for you? How does it feel in your body? What if you change it wasn't meant to be to I wasn't ready? Now, what divine intervention have you received because of you? Because on some level, you know that you summoned it, you created it, and you allowed it. You hold the key to your destiny. And shadow work has shown you how pain can take you to your edge. This leads me to my next question. Do you want happiness or success? When most people hear this question, they think, of course, it's happiness because it's the ultimate purpose of success is happiness, right? Otherwise, why do we even want success at all? And yet, many times in our life, we have achieved success in various forms, like a new job or a new relationship, maybe even a new car. But happiness continues to elude us. Whenever we reach a goal, we may be happy for a short while, but happiness always seems to subside again. And we are soon off struggling to reach a new goal. For some people who have contemplated the question a little deeper, the question itself may be problematic because it assumes that happiness and success are mutually exclusive. Why can't we have both? There are certainly people who seem to be happy and successful as they are not only conventionally successful, but they are also successful at being happy. Try saying that 10 times. <laughs> For most of us, however, success seems to come at an expense to our happiness. We believe that only from our constant dissatisfaction with life will we have the necessary drive to endure the hardships that will eventually lead us to success. Therefore, most of us continue to grind our way through life. We are starting to become tired of all this striving and achieving because no matter what we do, our happiness is still nowhere in sight. I mean, I've worked with a lot of people amongst the years with young people, young adults and everything in between. And I can tell you that this is a constant struggle for most people. Look around you. Are we as a society beginning to forget what happiness is like because happiness is rarely present and alive? Instead, it has turned into an idea, a memory, and therefore dead. Similar to love for many people, we don't even know if happiness is a real thing. It is only when we are suffering greatly that we start to ask the more profound questions of life, like what is the meaning? What is the nature of existence? Who am I? How do I get what I want? What do I even want? Is there a God? What is the truth? Now, I can honestly tell you, I started raising these questions from, I think my earliest memory of this would be seven or eight years old. Now, you may have listened to this podcast because you want those questions answered so you can gain some knowledge to improve your life in some way. Now, while this podcast will address such questions, however, my primary purpose is to not give you any more new knowledge. Instead, my aim is to break the existing belief system you have built to unveil a much greater intelligence that's already built within you. So this intelligence can flourish and operate over your life.
Now you may ask, why should I relinquish control of my life? I thought I had a system to keep my life in order while redirecting it in a certain way. Now reflect on all the things that you've done so far. Did they really bring you lasting happiness? Or are they merely psychological fulfillment on a conceptual level? Or in other words, are they mental concepts indicating the progress that you've made in life thus far? Like think about aspects of career, possessions, relationships, or whatever else you have measured yourself against. In this game of life, all mind milestones can only bring you temporary satisfaction. All past progress is hollow as they are just memories. You depend on validation from external sources constantly to sustain your fleeting reality. Internally, you always feel the same. Your core is still empty despite all the achievements and pleasures you have tried to fill up with. The spontaneous joy that was once so pervasive in your childhood only occurs in brief moments when your life conditions have finally aligned with your expectations. Before, they quickly diverge again when your conditions or expectations change. For those who have gotten far ahead in this game of life, you may begin to realize that it is fundamentally unwinnable and can only bring you more suffering the more you play. And for those who are behind also suffer, except they are more likely to think that more success can solve their suffering. Oh, the irony. Nevertheless, more of you cannot give up this game because the rules of the game or the hierarchical system, in other words, are constantly being reinforced in your psyche by society throughout your life. Your sense of self is heavily derived from standing somewhere on this ladder. Being above certain others has become the primary meaning of life. What you may not notice is that this ladder is actually more like a wheel. And no matter how much progress you think you have made, you're never there. Even if you have made it to the top, you are still bound by time and will eventually fall while constantly being threatened by another to surpass you. Thus, your position is never secure and you are often in a state of unease as a result. I mean, just look around and have a think about the dysfunctions of our nervous systems. You may think you need this pain to drive you to achieve more and so you can finally reach permanent happiness. On the contrary, this pain not only takes the joy out of your life and being in the present moment, but it can also hinder your success by causing you to do the wrong things. If you examine your life closely, you can see that the best things you achieved depended on many factors that were beyond your control. If you study the stories of the world's most successful people throughout history, even the ones who were considered to be mostly self-made, you can see that the most significant contributing factors to their successes were beyond their control. Like someone gave them a shot or their product had the right timing and so on. Nothing can materialize without the universe's cooperation. This is why understanding the laws of the universe are so important and I have a few episodes on the Kabbalion coming out that you may want to listen to. Going a step further, even all the things you think you did were not done by you. Your thoughts, actions, 
and whatever else you think you are doing are a product of a chemical process that's happening within your body. The same process that is sustaining your life right now without you doing a single thing. The most important event of your life was your birth, which you had absolutely no control over. Or did you? And I'll get to that in a few episodes. You are not separate entities that are independent of our environment. We can only exist in the context of the whole. You may think that there are things you can control while the rest is beyond your control and is left up to luck or the universe, God, or whatever it is you want to call it. The reality is that this distinction between what is you and what is not you is just a mental concept. There are no individual wills. There is only a unitary process. This podcast will attempt to use language to bring about an evolution in your psyche, such that your energy can start to cooperate with the universal energy rather than competing against it and have life work for you rather than against you. I mean, aren't you tired of that? If what you have listened to so far has resonated with you on some level, then you are going to see that there may be another way to play this game of life. And we're going to call this a new stage of transformation. If not, then this podcast may plant a seed within you that can sprout at a time later. I mean, all we have to do is watch this space. There will be episodes that shock you, move you, enlighten you, teach you, and also change your perception. If any of those things happen, know that I would love to hear your experience because one thing that we all know and feel deep in our bodies is that life was meant for more. So let's tap into that innate aspect of our life story and embrace this thing called intuition. It holds the keys, answers, and the ability to keep you aligned with your truth self. Thank you for listening to the Navigating Magic podcast, where we explore the interplay between intuition, ethereal knowledge, and everything in between. It is my intention that you've received heaps of insights out of today's episode and start questioning life. I would love to hear your thoughts leave a review below and reach out to me on socials at natasha.andreo.